When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to It's Five O'Clock Somewhere. I'm Alexandra Wyman. And I'm Anna Gazzetti. And we are the Russian Sisters. And this is episode 16. Crazy. Wow. This is so very exciting. I'm it amazed is how very time exciting. Flies. Yeah. Hey, welcome back to the show, Alexandra. Oh, thanks. We missed you. My voice isn't back yet, but. Well, not 100%. But hopefully I can squeak through this enough. But enough. Enough. Yeah. Some people say like um, when you lose your voice like that, some people find it sexy. Um, sure. I mean, I've heard either I'm prepubescent or I'm sexy or I'm a smoker. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I don't, that's not. I don't that's like all right. That. Yeah. yeah. I thought you were going to say some people don't get their voice back for months, which has happened to me before. <laughs> so that would be terrible. Yeah. We're going on almost three weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Just kidding. Two weeks. Three weeks. Somewhere in there. A few weeks. Yeah. A couple. Yeah. More than one. Absolutely. Awesome. That is truth. You do not lie. I do. I try not to. <laughs> I frown. I frown upon um, speaking untruth. Yeah. Anyway, we're so glad to have you back here. Yes. Thank you. Um, I mean, can I just say you guys did a stellar, stellar job last week. So thank you to Rickerford for filling in. And Wasn't he great? Yes. And you guys look like you had so much fun. I giggled a lot, I realized, as I listened to the last episode. Yeah, which is good. I mean, that's the point. You should be having fun. Right? It was a lot of fun. I was, But then I was like, I, I was trying to think if I was annoyed by my giggle. <laughs> and then I was thinking, like, would other people be annoyed by my giggle? Like, do you listen to it? And then what happens if out. you are annoyed by your own laugh? I mean, if you if you don't like your own laugh, then do you like mimic other people to try and change it? I perhaps change it it, perhaps and then what happens like as a person is talking and you're recording if the other person is like coughing up a lung yeah you just keep going because you have that tickle in the back of your throat yeah and then you have to take sips from the boob bottle do you need a moment i'm okay (laughs) i am back yeah and ready to listen to your story i've heard people like cluck before when they laugh cluck cluck like it's like hack hack heckling I don't know. It's just cackling. That's where it is. Not heckling. <laughs> not heckling someone. They're cackling. Uh-huh. There you go. Clucking and cackling. <laughs> oh boy, I'm definitely on top of it today. Like in the Victor Borga, um, yes, VHS tape that we used to watch, where this lady was laughing, and then he stopped what he was doing to say, "Madam, are you laying an egg?" <laughs> yeah. But he didn't sound at all like what I just sounded no. like. Mm-mm. But close. That was very close. Yeah. You did a really good job on that. That's one of my favorite VHS tapes of all time. Yeah. I just wonder sometimes, though, if someone knows that they cackle, if they're like, how do I change my laugh? Or right. is a laugh genetic? I'm going way too far into laughing. But anyway, um, I thought you guys sounded awesome. I think my laugh has changed over the years. Oh, that's and interesting. Then, and you know what? Like it, it, I think it does change when you're around people for a very long time. I was just thinking that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that has happened to me before. Yeah. Maybe. 
There was this thing. What did I watch? Or maybe it was something I read or it was a little clip. Anyway, the details don't matter. But there was this study about um, the different types of laughter that people have and like how by listening to laughter, you can tell how comfortable people are with each other. That's hysterical. Like based on whether they're like high pitched, you know, kind of more yeah. that, I don't know, choppy laughter versus this full belly. Yeah. Sean and I used to have like the really bad giggles where we'd set each other off and I didn't I don't think my laugh is that cute but it would he would it would make him laugh which would make me laugh and we would just go back and forth it like is contagious laughing it is that's fun yeah like kid laughter funny. yeah makes me crack up oh my gosh kid giggles mm-hmm. are probably some of my favorite I know when people ask the question about like if you had to lose a sense um what one would you be okay losing I'm like well none of them really but I think I would be very <laughs> sad about Losing my hearing because I think kid laughter is mm. one of my favorite things ever. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, you guys, yeah. thanks for joining us <laughs> for another episode. We, <laughs> um, again, are so excited to be back up and running with the Russian sisters at the table. Um, and a lot, I think, has happened. And Wyman is going to fill us in on what's been going on in her life. But before she does that, today we are going to toast Urgicators. That's right. And if you watch any kind of Jerry Brooks YouTube videos. Oh my gosh, those are hilarious. You get the Urgicator. You know, I want that. He has a teacher. A teacher? He has a t-shirt with Urgicator strong on it. Oh my gosh. I know. I think I need to get one. But anyway. I need to look at those. Like this last week is potentially a little rough. So I think I need some some levity. You need the humor. You need the laughter in your life. I think we all do. Heck Yeah. Yeah. We are we are down Counting to a down slow <laughs> army crawl. I'm like I have four more early early wake ups. Oh, good for you! Four more days of screening kids at the door and asking if they have a cough, runny nose, or sore throat as I'm taking their temperature. Yeah, and then hopefully, as I've been telling them, we never ever have to do this again. Oh, yeah, I think I'm hopeful. That's great, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Your school does that. I don't know. Actually, no, I do know that. I was thinking about some of my other schools, but yeah. I mean, everyone does they do they do screenings yeah I'm totally pumped to be at the door and welcome them in um because it's helped me really get to know my kids this year especially with all the craziness of the remote so yeah um I'm not jazzed about the screening part Mm -hmm. but I do love getting to greet them in the morning that is nice so educators and that means all people all school personnel (laughs) it's because I told Anna I'm not an educator but I work in school (laughs) I was like yes you are (laughs) you touch the lives of children and help them be better people. Yeah. You're an educator. Um, and so we are toasting you. So anyone who has wrapped up your school year or will be wrapping up your school year, hang in there. Yes. I know. Don't you love how people keep saying hang in there and finish strong? I just feel like this year out of, out of well, not that I've been in schools for a very long time, but this year especially has just been, I mean, everyone I talk to. And normally it's like, yeah, I'm okay. Like we're getting there, but everyone is like, can we can we not get there? I think just COVID really, yeah, really put a lot of stress. It's been on exhausting. It. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. So every single person who has anything to do with school at all, yeah. Um, congratulations to any of you who may be retiring and moving on from the profession. I know I have a couple of friends retiring. I know a couple of people who are just leaving the profession because right, it just it got mm. to be a lot. Yeah, I'm not there year. yet. <laughs> I'm not there yet either. I want to hang in there. I don't know that. I mean, We've I don't know that I, could, I can afford to retire. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that I can do this though for another twenty five years. But, but we'll see. We'll see what what the universe has in store for me. Heck yeah, 
Yeah. All right, you guys. So cheers. Cheers to you. Cheers to you graduates. Um, all of you students yeah. who are also army crawling to the end we are <laughs> yeah. here for you. We are right next to you. <laughs> well, yeah, we are there with you. All right. So what's been going on? I, w- I don't even know where to start. <laughs> the beginning. I think the last time <laughs> in the beginning, <laughs> there was, I think um, the last time my, we talked about my yard saga. I think like the fence was down. Mm hmm. I think so. And then we talked about how my neighbor had had their baby. Yeah. But I don't think the tree was down yet. She did. She came a month early. She's doing really well, though. She's now a month old. Wow. I know. Gosh, time flies. Craziness. Um, Super cute. Uh, Yeah. So then I had to get a tree down, a cottonwood. And that was interesting. That I mean, it's amazing. If you guys have never seen someone come take a tree down, like the first guy showed up and he's like, I'm just the first guy I climbed the tree. And he's like, the cavalry will be here. And so he literally like climbed up and started taking down branches. And then they have this whole like system, a pulley system to get branches down. That's cool. So that they're not, um, the bigger branches aren't just hitting the ground or a house or anyone. It's really cool to watch. Hmm. Um, so yeah, so that came down. The deck finally came down. Had someone come take most of it. Yeah, um, I was there for that. Yes, it was a late night. <laughs> but we got her Poor done. Guy. But yes, got. Her. I felt bad for the neighbors because the chainsaw was going on for quite a few hours into the uh-huh. night, and I was like, I hope the baby's room is on the opposite side of the house. Yeah, but um, well, and your baby too. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh, that was a rough night for him, but. Yeah, so it's interesting. So the roots of this cottonwood, and my neighbor is a, what is he? Uh, I want to say he's a hydrogeologist. Wow. Or a geohydrologist. I think he's a hydrogeologist. I don't know. I forget which way it goes. But anyway, he uses like the best terms to describe our soil here. And I'm always like, I don't know what those words mean. And I can't even repeat them because I'm like, I don't even know. But the cottonwoods just aren't they're not good for colorado soil right so the roots actually were growing into my deck wow and then for like a big i mean i can't even believe this but a big chunk that we pulled out wrapped all the way around my house to the gutter on the opposite side it's massive it's just sitting in my backyard because i'm like i don't know what to do with this thing that's insane yeah it's crazy yeah so now the deck's down Tree's gone, patio's coming soon, and fence is still not up, but but we're making headway, so it's good. I mean, That's the exciting. yard is just torn up. It's a total mud pit, which is really awesome when the dog comes running into the house. <laughs> it totally reminds me of Lucifer from Cinderella. That's what she did this morning. <laughs> really? She came bustling in, and I was like, oh, my goodness. Paw prints everywhere. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. All over the carpet. Mm. Yeah. I was like, Awesome. But it's exciting. It is. I mean, it's a process. And I did not mean for all of this to come to a head at once. And it turns out now I'm going to have to do some siding on the house. But really? Oh, yeah. It's all it's like there's a big chunk of the house that's rotted. <laughs> and I was like, oh, man. Oh, to be a homeowner. One thing leads to another to another. To I'm just another. hoping that once this is done, like the stuff that's coming in will last like the patio should yeah. last years. The fence should last years. So yeah, just have to get it all done. Shouldn't have to worry about it. Yeah, Hopefully. so it's really exciting. Whatever, and I got this awesome grill from someone. You did? Yeah. Are you pointing at me? What? 
Why would I point at you except for just Home Depot boxes kept showing up and I was like, I'm not ordering anything on Home Depot. And then I had to text Anna and say, okay, just remind me because I have the worst memory. Like, did you tell me what you were having sent to the house? Well, okay. So (laughs) when I did the order online and I um, ordered her a grill and then I got some grilling utensils and a cover for the grill and all that jazz. It's pretty cool. And they came in um, installments. So the grill (laughs) came last, thankfully, but she got like three different orders or four different orders at different times. And um, when I put the order in, it goofed and it put my name along with her address and then her name along with my address and confirmation <laughs> at the end. And so it was just really goofy. So she texts me and she's like, Hey, so can you, yeah, just like you said, can you remind me what you had <laughs> sent to my house from Home Depot? And I, I just was like, thought we'd <laughs> had a conversation about it and we I hadn't. forgot. <laughs> no. And I was like, Oh no, that is for you. So go ahead and open it. Yeah. Merry Christmas and happy Mother's Day and 4th of July and Arbor Day. And <laughs> no, that's awesome. So thank you. It was funny when the guy, showed up to deliver the grill because I was working from home and I looked out the window and I saw a truck drive by and I'm like, someone's getting something delivered. And then I saw him pull into my uh, driveway. And so I opened the front door and he's getting out of the truck and I was like, hey, uh, so what you got there? (laughs) Because I wasn't expecting anything. He's like, a grill? And I was like, are you sure you have the right house? (laughs) So then I started laughing. But yeah. So thank you. I'm so excited for you to have it. And I'm so excited yeah. that once everything gets done in your backyard, um, we can help assemble it and then yeah, use it. Yeah, and hopefully just, now I just have to get some furniture out there. I got rid of all that after Sean died, so I have to replace it all. But oh my goodness. Yeah, it's, it's exciting. It's been one thing after another. And of course, like doing some yard work and yesterday it was like towards the end and I felt a snap in my back and I was oh, like no tag nabbit I'm old <laughs> <laughs> and so then the guys that were helping came around the corner and I'm just standing there with my my hands on my hips and they're looking at me and I'm like yeah I'm good I'm good I'll, I'm gonna try and pick up that saw in a second and they like didn't catch what I was, <laughs> what was happening and then I was like you guys I picked up the saw <laughs> and they were like okay <laughs> it's like no no you don't understand i'm broken right now and i broke myself yeah that's funny because ricky was talking last week about how he broke himself i thought of that and he's only 17 i know <laughs> wait till you're 29 like me <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> just kidding 20. anyway what's been going on for you um i have just been trying to get through this last week well the second to last week of school it was kind of an emotional week all around. There's just a lot going on for the kids, a lot of loss, um, really sadly. And so it was just kind of a heavy week mixed in with some celebrations and trying to do some end of year wrap up celebrations for the staff and um, some data. I was compiling a lot of data things and you counting apps. And it yeah. was kind of fun. It was time consuming, but it gave me a break from all the social emotional heavy stuff. So yeah. I think that was also really good. And then I got to spend a lot of time with Buddy and yeah. work working on the yard here. You did how you did a fantastic job moving rocks. With, yeah. So I had to chuckle as I was moving the rocks because I know that's something that Sean used to talk about. Like if mm-hmm. if Buddy was ever gonna be in big trouble, we'd just have him go outside and move rocks and yeah. 
So that's, I was talking to Sean as I was moving them. I'm like, I'm not really sure what I did to deserve (laughs) (laughs) or not deserve it to earn (laughs) the moving of the rocks, but it was fun to do. And and it was actually cool because it was a sense of accomplishment. Um, I felt a sense of accomplishment because they were so dang heavy Yeah, and I kept filling buckets and moving rocks from one pile to another. And um, and it was hard. Did you have a chance to to think about what you did? I did. I was (laughs) reflecting on what my, my life choices and how I got here and earned the rock moving for the day. But no, it was fun. It really was fun to do. And, it, you know, when like the weeding part, when, when things are overgrown and you finally get to clean them up and you look and you're like, wow, look how awesome things look now. And it just feels good. I'm only getting like a good workout. A third of the yard done. <laughs> The rest of it, we'll see. Well, day by day, because it's like tornado day, season. We're like day. entering into tornado season. And so with storms and everything, you only have a certain period of time before yeah. the weather changes. And you're like, oh, now I have to go inside and potentially hunker down. Yeah. Actually, I was leaving church. And on every single station, I was I, I um, they were doing the alert, alerts because there was oh, a, really? a possible tornado to the southeast of us. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, I listened to it on this station mm-hmm. and I missed where it was. And I just happened to turn the radio station and then oh, there it was on the next oh, radio station. So I was like, oh, now I know what county it is. And then the next radio station. Well, now I know what time it's going. <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, with tornadoes, we were talking about this yesterday, actually, at some friend's house about how we are entering into the season of tornadoes. And we were all telling our tornado stories of because it's so rare where we live that we actually get them. But I was sharing the story about how when you and I were living together in Lakewood mm-hmm. and the sirens were going off and we had this um, kind of a closet under the stairs of <laughs> Harry Potter land. Yeah. Um, but it was our pantry. And so when the sirens went off, we were like, wow, that's so weird. And so we grabbed the cats and our computers. Well, and there was the van going around with that's the speaker. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's right. Everyone to, to take down. shelter. Yeah. Uh-huh. So we grabbed the cats. They weren't happy about it, but we grabbed the cats and our computers and, and squeezed into <laughs> this little. I think it was for like an hour at least. Yeah. Under the stairs. And at least we had provisions. We were trying to be in communication with all our family. We did have provisions since it was our pantry. And we're like, well, I guess if we need canned food. <laughs> We don't have a can opener. opener. Yeah, we forgot that. (laughs) But we'll... We have teeth. Yes. (laughs) We'll be fine somehow. But how weird that was. um, But interesting for that time. And I think we were talking with our sister-in-law, Jackie, yesterday. um, And she was driving home from work when that was happening. And she was pregnant. She was like, it was just so weird and really scary to be driving into the storm. Yeah. No, because there's been like floods. There were a couple times like when I lived downtown, there were those major floods and people and I was driving home from work. It was so crazy. That was another crazy one. And I lived on a hill. So it was like at the bottom of the hill was completely flooded. And luckily I was able to like go up and around so I Mm -hmm. could get home. But yeah, yeah. Also, sorts of trucks were stranded. Late spring and early summer storms in Colorado. So yeah, we get the pretty decent hail too. I know we've had a little bit of hail here. I'm like, great, we just got a new roof, <laughs> right? And I am waiting um, to put oh, a that's right. for my car until after the season. Oh, I, I thought you were going to talk pelted. about your roof because you're getting a new roof too. I should hopefully be getting a new roof because of a hailstorm a few years ago, right? So I remember right, that major like, yeah, one, yeah. Thanks for getting the new roof on. Right Right before hail season. I know. <laughs> I'll be darned if I have to pay another assessment, you guys. That <laughs> right? was a hefty lift this year. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so 
talk about homeowner stories. I um, opened my front door mm-hmm. the other day. Well, okay, you know, I check for packages every so often. Um, and in, I had a different kind of package in my front front area, well, my front stoop, a dead bird. Oh my gosh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Did one of the cats get it? No, because they don't go outside right now. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. And so I was like, oh, yeah, there you are. Did it's, it hit your window or your I door? I feel like it probably flew into my the side of my house. <laughs> I feel like it just yeah. like turned his head at the wrong moment. Well, and when I, <laughs> I don't recommend this, but when I first saw it, I bent down and got kind of not in its face, but like probably CPR. too close. And I <laughs> did not do CPR on the dead bird. Did you check for vitals? I had to check to see if it was dead though. And I was like, well, maybe it's just stunned, you know, cause that happens when oh, boy. they hit something and I hadn't heard it hit. So I don't, I don't know when it happened, but I did. I kind of got close up and I was like, are you stunned or are you dead? <laughs> oh my God. And then I waited a second and I was like, I'm going to leave you there for a minute just in case you are stunned. And then yeah, the next day it was still oh, there. The next day. Well, yeah. That I, minute was a long one. It was. <laughs> it was not a New York minute. It was yeah. a very long minute. Um, Cause then I forgot about it and I went about my day and then I was well, like, I guess if oh. you're not going in and out of your front door. Right. Right. Cause I hardly ever use it just to get the packages. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so oh boy. I just left it there. And then the next day I was like, Oh, you're still here. You must really be dead. So she should probably clean you up so that people can leave packages. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. So well, good for you. I mean, that's kind of, yeah, that'd be a little, I don't know, creepy. I'm going to clean up a dead bird. Yeah. It's not my favorite thing to do. Yeah. I've also had to clean up like snakes out of my yard before. Oh. Not where I live right now. Yeah. And actually when I um, was doing the yard work in your yard <laughs> the other day, I was like, I really hope I don't come across a snake, but it's normal. Like there are some, it is. I don't know if we have any, snakes. I mean, I, I mean, it's pot- potential now that the deck is gone. Yeah. There's right? some critters that have had to find other homes, but I haven't found anything. I mean, years ago I was mowing our parents lawn in their old house mm-hmm. and I was wearing sandals and I felt something like wet on my foot and I looked down and there was a snake slithering across. I freaked out. Yeah, I probably would too. Yeah, I think it was just a garter snake, but still yeah. it was oh, yeah. thanks. Right, like they're and I've held they're boa good. constrictors before, but still. Yeah. Like, oh. Well, because you're in mostly control of that situation, right? Yeah. When you're like, yes, I will willingly take on this constrictor. Yeah beast of a snake and put it around me but the little ones that come across you in the yard and they just like stare at you with their little eyes i actually um oh i don't i don't know that i've had a staring contest with a snake well i haven't either i don't (laughs) want to (laughs) Um, but the one i'll tell this story the one when i (laughs) lived in my house i had a tiered backyard and um the snake was up at the top tier right outside my back door and I was like, oh, there you are. And because of the dog, I was like, I need you to not be in my yard. Um, and so I was trying to figure out how to get the snake out of my yard. And I ended up just torturing it. I think I'm going to have to pay for I'm going to have to make amends and atone for what happened with this snake. So I like, oh I think I, had a, I went and got a shovel and I tried to like get the snake onto the shovel and then fling it yeah. um, down. Because a stick wouldn't work. no. The right, like I, I didn't want to carry it. I didn't want it falling off the shovel, um, and so I was trying to fling it down across my back fence, which just went into this green belt. Um, and so I um, got it onto the shovel, but as I said, right, it was 
I didn't want it to fall off, but then I tried to fling it and then it did. And so I had to do that a few times. I think it was just like, what is, I think the snake was like, what did I do in my life to deserve this? (laughs) Uh huh. But yeah, I eventually like, and then I flung it and it went down to like the bottom tier instead of over my my fence. And it was, I think, comical for anyone who might have been watching from wherever. (laughs) But I was really hoping that no one saw this (laughs) this <laughs> battle I had with the snake, but oh. someone recently, because it is snake season also, right? So be careful if you're going hiking in Colorado. That's true. Um, it's rattlesnake season. Yep. And so just be listening. And the best thing to do if you hear or see the snake is just keep going. Yeah. Don't try and have a steering contest with it. No. Don't try and throw things There's at it. a path not far from us where I found like the skin of a, mm-hmm. a, I think last year there was a rattles, like an actual <coughs> rattlesnake mm-hmm. carcass. And then there was the skin one year. Yeah. Yeah. So the, yeah, especially by on the just, hiking trail. Just don't you. people. Just don't. Just don't. Just leave them alone. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they say if you do get bitten, just go to the hospital. Yeah. Don't try and suck it out. And we don't do that anymore. Yeah. Like on, they used to do on TV. Yeah. So just, it should not be lethal, but get yourself to the hospital as yeah. soon as it happens. Yeah. So just be safe. But anyway, because it's snake season, um, people on Nextdoor, the Nextdoor app where um, t- like people will take pictures of, oh, do sure. you know what kind of snake this is? And, yeah. And then that led someone to post this thing that talked about like um, the size of the, um, the shape of the head yeah. and the shape of the eyes. And that will indicate whether or not it's a a safe snake or uh, like a poisonous snake. Yeah. Um, that's great information. However, yeah. uh, if I see one, I don't spend long enough around it to analyze and I'm not going to certainly get close enough to have a staring contest to its head and eyes in order to analyze if it's nice or not. Well, essentially just the, the, the gist or the general pointer they say is if it has like a rounder head and round eyes, then it's um, a safe snake and you should be okay. I mean, you still don't want it, right? They'll still bite you and you don't, if they feel threatened. Diamond on the top. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, if it's more of a like triangle shaped head and they have these squintier, slittier eyes. Okay. Then run. Well, there you go. PSA from run. Save yourselves. Save yourselves. Run for your lives. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Have you, so I just wanted to go back to tornadoes for a quick minute. Yeah. Do you, um, because we were talking about it yesterday and I was for sure that I was going to have dreams about tornadoes, but oh. I didn't last night. Okay. Do you ever dream about tornadoes? No. Or have dreams with tornadoes in them? No. I well, have. at least not ones I remember. So no. Yeah. No, I've had other, I mean, definitely other stress dreams. Did you look in your dream dictionary? I have before. What does because, it say? I think it has something to do with like emotional turmoil, shocking. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but yeah, there's, there's actually like an extensive, um, entry for tornadoes. Okay. It's like, if you're near them, if you're in them, if there are many of them, I've definitely had not dreams, but I've definitely had moments in my life where I've paused and oddly enough, this happened actually right before Sean died, where it was actually just the week before he died. And I was talking to him and I was like, I feel like we're in the middle of a crazy storm right now. And we're going to get to the other side of it. Little did I know. Um, but I was like, we're going to be good as long as we get to the other side. But I feel like we're just right now in the middle of some craziness. Yeah. And um, so I've had that happen before, which is kind of interesting because it doesn't happen very often. But mm-hmm. then I'll just like have a moment where I'll be like, whoa, 
whoa like whoa oh my gosh <laughs> i've been reading a little bit too much of pete the cat at the beach <laughs> and he goes surfing whoa anyway uh that's a tangent but yeah no so do like so if you're in the storm so the eye of the storm is supposed to be really calm so what does that mean i you know i don't know oh i thought okay but i'll have to look that up <laughs> yeah some other uh, time. to be continued the yeah. talk of dreaming about tornadoes have you dreamt about tornadoes yeah oh several times and they're usually very vivid and I dream in color. And I just remember like how I'm feeling in the dream and what's going on around me. And usually there are multiple tornadoes all around. And I'm this last one mm-hmm. that I had, not last night, but I remember the last one I had, which is probably, I don't know, within the last couple of months, I was in a car and they just seemed to be all around us. Oh, interesting. But we weren't like, we weren't freaked out that we were going to get taken up into one. Oh, that's We were just good. like driving. We're like, oh, there they are all around us. They're pretty big. And it's not, I don't remember that there were any like buildings. I think it was just, we were just in fields with these huge tornadoes all yeah. around us. I feel like I want to go watch Twister now. <laughs> that's funny because it, that was brought up yesterday uh, at the Shindig. I've where done the was. Twister ride before. It's not really a ride, but the Twister ride, quote ride. At Elitch's? Uh, no. It, oh, <laughs> there's a no at a universal. They have like a whole thing. Oh, like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Ricky, isn't one of the rides that Elitch is called? Is. Isn't that the, that's the. The old one, rickety one. And yeah. then they renamed it. I thought so. Oh. Yeah. I thought because I got a makeover. But no, there's like a ride at Universal based on the movie. Yeah. I mean, it's not really a ride. It's like this walking through thing, but the, but you're in a studio and it does like, oh, it does. It's, it's cool. Do you think it's still there? I don't know. I've been back here 10 years now. Really? Has it been that long? It has. November will be 10 years. Wow. November 1st. November 1st. Yeah. Yes. Because. We drove out after <laughs> Halloween Horror Nights. That's right. That is correct. Yeah. What a long time. I That's know. Really great. It's exciting. Um, okay. Wait, sorry. I wanted to finish the tornado thing before moving on. No, I'm done with the tornado thing. I wanted, oh. um, Did you have another topic? Well, I wanted to go back to Buddy for a second. Yeah. He, well, he's awesome, as always. Of course he is. Um, but one of the things that Buddy taught me... So I have two stories that have to do with my car. Apparently, Buddy is teaching me a lot about this car. Mm-hmm. So one, the car um, technically should not be able to lock with the keys in the car. Okay. Um, except I've I figured out two caveats to that. So one is that if the car is locked, I can open up the trunk uh-huh. and put stuff back there. And then when I close the trunk, the car just automatically locks again, which is really nice if you have to take your car and put it away. You don't uh-huh. have to worry about locking it. Well, I have this purse and I don't like it. It like it's small and I usually wear it kind of like from one shoulder to the other, kind mm-hmm. of across my chest kind of thing. And every time I'm trying to load something into my car, it just hangs in front of me and I got really annoyed and I was at Shmashmo. I might have already said that, but I was at Shmashmo and mm-hmm. loaded my car and then I take the purse and and it has the car key in it and I fling it to the front of the car. And then I go to put the cart away, shut you know, shut the car. Don't pay attention to the fact that it beeped and put the cart away and then come back to the car and realize it's locked. Oh, no. At Shmashmo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so total panic at first. Like, oh, my gosh. Luckily, I still have my phone on me. So I'm like, OK, I could call. You know, what do we always do? No matter how old I am, call dad. Call dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm like, but I don't have an extra key. I'm not really sure what to do. And then I was like, wait a second. 
I know I can open the trunk. I should be able to open the trunk. So I open the trunk and I start climbing through and I'm like, oh, I hope I can reach it. So luckily it just like dropped onto the console in the front because I kind of got stuck, which reminds me of like the date, the worst date story and the guy in Washington because I got wedged trying to climb between like um over the back seat. Uh-huh. And so, right, I could have put the seat down so I could have fit better. But no, nope, no, nope, in panic, we don't think that way. No. So I like reached just enough to grab the purse and then I like got wedged enough that yes, like my sweatshirt, my shirt, everything started going up. I I can only imagine people walking by behind me like (laughs) what? You know, as I'm like got my knee and my blueberries and I've got my whole milk. I'm like, at least I've got all that and my Mm -hmm. diapers. Um, So anyway, so that like crisis averted. And then like four days later, Buddy's in the car with me and we had just gone out for a quick errand, get back to the house. We're in the garage. And um, what I normally do is my purse goes in the diaper bag, leave it in the car, get out of the car, walk around, get him out, and then get the diaper bag out. Mm-hmm. So do the same thing. And I hear a click, beep, beep. And I went, uh, okay. So you put your purse in the diaper bag. That's in the car. Shut the door, walked around, and by the time you walked around to the other side... I hear a click, beep, beep. Oh, no. Oh, no is right. I mean, I might have said some, oh, other words, Mm -hmm. you know, inserted some other words there. And so, um, Buddy put his foot up, and there's a little button there to lock the door, and he pushed it with his foot and so he locked himself inside with the car, oh, with a key inside no. the car. So he, course, he so he hit it like just right, just right, and locked himself. And in of the course, car. I'm like, "Hey, buddy, buddy, put do your, it again. <laughs> put your foot back up. Put your foot back up." And he's like, you know, does no idea, right? And I'm trying not to freak out because the main thing, like recently, has been. I read this article and it, obviously it's, like, it's super obvious, but it's like, your child is going to mimic whatever you do. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, don't freak out. Don't freak out. Okay, I'm freaking out. He mm-hmm. starts freaking out. Okay, I'm calm. I'm calm. So I see two of my neighbors outside and I run over. I mean, I tried, like, I tried mm-hmm. the trunk. I tried doing the hand thing because, like, it's the, the um, handles, like, will mm-hmm. lock and unlock. Nothing because I can see the red line inside the car. And the little light is on showing that it's locked. And I'm like, oh, God. So I run out to my neighbors and they're like, yeah, we have no idea. Oh, no. And I'm going, oh, my gosh. I'm like, do I call a fire fire department? And they're like, don't do that. They're going to have to break your car. So just call a locksmith. So I find a locksmith, a random one. I call and um, they're like, OK, it'll be about 25 minutes. And I'm like, oh, OK. And so he starts crying and I'm like, it's okay. It's okay. So at first I put on some music and I'm dancing and trying to like, we do when I'm getting gas or whatever and he's in the car, we'll kind of do peekaboo, but that lasts like three minutes right? (laughs) and he's over it. So I actually, um, I just ended up getting my tablet Mm -hmm. and I put a movie on and put it up in the window and he watched one of his favorite movies and I was like, okay. Um, but then, you know, he'd look at me. I'm like, don't look at me. Because every time he looked at me, like, I'd start crying. And then no. he'd start crying. So the lady shows up. And she called me. And she's like, I'll be 20 minutes. Okay. So she was 40 minutes. So I'm like, huh. Ah. But luckily, the movie was working. And she shows up. And she's like, you have a kid in the car? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. She goes, oh, my gosh. Did you tell them when you called that you have a kid in the car? And I said, yes. And she goes, oh, my goodness. You should have called the, they should have told you immediately to call the fire department. They would have gotten your kid out. And I'm like, 
what do you want me to do about it now? <laughs> right. Like, can you? That's just what I need kid, you to do right now. Can you just now? get him out? Like, okay, next time my kid hopefully does not lock himself in the car. I know I can call. So she is like calling her company. I mean, I mean, I was hoping maybe they would just, you know, do this one for free since they didn't give me correct instructions. But that did not happen. No. Um and she was really nice. And it li- literally took less than a minute for her to... Really? Yeah. They How do like she- the air pump thing and they pump air in and it unlocks it. I don't even oh. know. I don't even know. But yeah. Not so, a wire hanger thingy anymore? No, I mean, you do. Like she used like some... Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know. But it worked. I mean, it terrified me. And he like got out and he like gave me a hug. And then he was like, cool. I was like, okay. And then he went off to play and I went inside and just was like, mommy needs a moment. Mm -hmm. Isn't that amazing though? Like how fast it happens, Mm -hmm. right? Because you have done that how many times? You're like, I put my thing here and then I walk around to the other side of the car and then I get him and like a thousand times and and this never happened. Well, now I'm like, he just hit his shoe just right on the thing and just right locked himself in there. Yeah. So now I'm like terrified about where's the key at all times? Where's the key? Is it in my pocket? Yeah. Yeah. I need to get another key fob, which is fine. And I found one while I was waiting. But of course, they were out of stock. So, Oh, yeah. But I'm like, oh, buddy, you've taught me some good things about this car. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And then I was like, was the, the top window open? No. Nope, it wasn't. Like, no, of course How not. many different mm-hmm. ways can I mm-hmm. try and climb can into this car? Can you sneak in and oh, get my stuck gosh. through the Yeah, get roof. stuck. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Wedge myself in there. And then they'd and have then to get the, two of you out of there. I was going to say, and then the second emergency <laughs> is just as bad as the first. Hey. Uh-huh. Well, I'm glad so. it worked out okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and me he's too. he's okay and that you're okay. Yeah. He was good. Yeah. He was like, yeah, mom, get me out of here. But first, let me watch Moana. <laughs> <laughs> he did really well. I was, I was like, I'm glad that that thought came to me just because I was like, I don't even know what am I supposed to do for an hour. Yeah. Yeah. But he did really well. So, yeah buddy teaching me all sorts of things these days Mm -hmm. yeah he's super tall now so he is very tall he is like getting to the point like he can lock and unlock the back door and he can he's starting to be able to lock um like actual door handles and so i have to be really careful of that um because i had to tape one of the locks Mm -hmm. open but now he can reach and yeah so anytime i go outside i have to think of like how many different ways can i try and get into the house because mm-hmm. he yeah will lock you out he'll lock me out yeah <laughs> uh-huh. and that'll be another interesting call I'll be like you again <laughs> yeah. this lady yeah <laughs> is this a sign her son keeps locking her out no he's just a wily little kid yes he's smart mm, he's very smart yeah anyway yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah um what else what are you reading these days <sighs> oh that's a good one let me think about this is that a book uh i can't think of it supernatural is that what it's called yeah is that the book i don't know i think so i bought it too yeah yes i haven't torn into it yet yeah it's really interesting just goes into some of like the metaphysics of of um life energy the power of the mind and body connection yeah it's pretty cool yeah so um yeah sorry i just distracted myself really trying to think hard of what i'm reading (laughs) it's really (laughs) wait a second what am i reading now i'm also reading a book on potty training which i feel like that one comes up 
on and off so yeah yeah what that about you what a are you summer project oh yeah we're starting that uh the places that scare you the places that scare you so we have I'm, a couple I, chapters to read yeah i'm really looking forward to that are um, we starting that this week i think so <laughs> and for all of you listening yeah it's a well they're short chapters but it's supposed to be a really good way of of identifying fear and being i was um there <laughs> there's like a commercial um on one of the shows it's like one of the shows i'm watching and they you can watch it for free as long as you do all those advertisements and i don't even remember what movie it is but the line is like fear is a choice and i'm like ooh, that's a good one yeah what is the people um put, make fear an acronym yeah uh yeah um false evidence appearing real yeah i've heard that one before yeah yeah so it's really cool. It's just like really diving into what your fears are and then trying to dismantle those to feel the fear. To, uh, do yeah, it anyway. To overcome them, but also like be able to, to peel it apart so you're not necessarily still stuck in that fear. That's cool. Yeah. So we'll have to fill you guys in more on that. Heck yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited to start that. And then I'm still, um, I am nowhere further in my book stamped than I was last week even though right last week I think it was like I should probably do 10 pages every day and I've just been so (laughs) exhausted (laughs) it's not it's not and I realized like what the heck is going on I have been so exhausted and like I and I want to be so focused on this book and I'm jazzed I was telling a friend about it yesterday I'm just so jazzed about it Um, but yeah I've had zero energy to focus on it and it does seem like one of those books that you have to really be mentally prepared for it Mm -hmm. you can't I'm sure you can skim some of it, but yeah, right. Yeah. But yeah, it's like a textbook. Maybe that's how I, it's not the kind of book envision. that I, like if I was reading a fiction book, I might not read every word, yeah. but this one I'm like, no, I feel I don't want to miss a detail <laughs> <laughs> for when I have to discuss it in my group, my leadership group. Um, so I have that. And then I'm also really pumped. Um, I just got a book that at my school we're doing book studies over the summer oh okay. and there were three different options and i picked one about the brain Ooh, um, and so you know that's my jam i know so i'm really excited to delve into that and share yeah and learn neuroplasticity mm-hmm. yeah that's about it i was just talking to someone about that and uh i have um a couple kiddos who basically never naturally learned their primal reflexes and there's a therapy you can do that takes your whole body and brain back through it it's pretty fascinating mm. um right our body similar to like that so neurofeedback weird. but um mm. so it's really interesting to see both of them and how like really working on those reflexes i mean the brain is fascinating mm-hmm. just fast and there's so much i feel like we just don't know so much of it that's untapped yeah, yeah. it's crazy Indeed. Um, before we get to the STW joke of the day, yeah, I have one more story that happened to me this oh. week, but I'm not sure if it, I'm not sure if what I saw is what was really happening. <laughs> but I'm oh. gonna, I was, it was like, I should talk about it anyway. So I was driving to a friend's house yesterday, and traffic was stopped at a light, and I happened to glance over to my left, and across the street um, was a man standing up against a building. He was like facing the building, but looking at the traffic in the road. So when I looked over, I felt like he could see me in my car looking at him. So I was trying not to make eye contact. And then I was like, what in the, right when your mind is like trying to compute, what is it that you make, right? right. Making sense. Like, what is it that you're actually seeing? And I'm like, I think this man is peeing on the side of the building in the middle of, <laughs> of the, like in daylight. Like it wasn't, he wasn't trying to hide at all. And I was like, 
it is COVID man it gives people all sorts of <laughs> confidence to go and do stuff right and i didn't want to look too closely again i'm like i didn't want to see Isn't if i didn't want to see you're like he's out in the open you're like but don't look but it's don't look at time <laughs> it was it was very awkward for me because i was stuck at this light i couldn't go anywhere until the light turned green and i'm like ah and then he just kind of walked away you think from it was like was. which side of the building is the most private <laughs> right and like you're right in front of traffic and all sorts of people anyway that, that kind of weird hilarious. i kind of felt violated by it and i felt bad oh. for him too anyway oh. i'm sorry well <laughs> not violated but i'm i was like what do i do you when i'm stuck at the light i'm like do you call someone and say there's a man urinating on the side of a building at this street and this street and by the time anyone gets it yeah. it's gone they probably like think public indecency yeah yeah Oh my gosh. <laughs> so that's something that happened to me just yesterday. I, I'm trying to, yeah. I mean, I've seen people do that in the woods, <laughs> but yeah. not like it's downtown on a building. <laughs> yeah. No, right? Like in daylight, in the middle of like trying not to be discreet at all. Anyway. Um, oh, <laughs> I, was, I was picking a joke for today just now, and I read it before I actually read it out loud, and then I chuckled, and then I realized. <laughs> You don't know what I'm chuckling no, about. Do tell. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I just opened up to this one and, and I chuckled because I'm like, well, that's appropriate. How did dad feel after running behind a truck all day? I don't know. Exhausted. See, I was going to say exhausted <laughs> uh-huh. and then didn't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. STW, that's for you. Yeah. Exhausted. <laughs> which, which you have been this week. I know. All right. Um, our affirmator is power. Mm. Okay. And just so you guys know, I can't remember which ones I've done. So if I do the same one again, sorry. Then it's meant to be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am strong. I am grounded. I am powerful. I am like a cross between a dinosaur and a tank, but not a tank that is used for war. I am like a peaceful, loving dino tank who feels so strong. It doesn't need to do anything but be. Mm, dino tank. Dino tank. Power. I like that. So let's go into this last yeah. week of, of school. And those of you who have to go a little bit longer, hang in there, right? <laughs> All of us there. People say hang in there. Baby Use steps. your power. Be a dino tank. Yeah. Peaceful warrior. Yeah, you don't have to lord it over people. Just oh, hang out and be. Just be. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks for giving us another listen today. Yeah. We're hoping my voice will be better. Thanks, you guys. Give us some five-star reviews. Have a lovely Check week. Us out. Share yeah. us. And we'll see you soon. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Emily Roger, and I host a leadership show called The Boiling Point with my co-host, Dave Vale. Together, we sit down with trailblazing entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers who are driving meaningful change in our world. The show is all about exploring the lives and perspectives of leaders who are making a difference. Join us for insightful conversations that challenge the status quo, spark new ideas, and inspire you to take action. Find us on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, or at BoilingPointPodcast.com. I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. 
and listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com.